This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? Welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Podcast. I am your host, Franco Zavala. Thank you for joining me. This is episode 12, Wednesday Q&A. We're going to jump right into it um, so we can kind of get down to the meat and potatoes of the episode. First question, what should I do if I feel that my wife keeps putting our daughter on the same level with me? Now, he doesn't doesn't specify, um, first and foremost, let me just tell you, I love that he said our daughter and not my stepdaughter or her daughter. He said our daughter. So right off the bat, brother, that's a great sign for where you are mentally within your relationship. Um, If your spouse is not putting you, I don't think you're, you're, I don't think the question is, I mean, you're not looking to be put above her, right? Like you're not, you don't think, you don't think that what you have to say or your value within the home is different. I don't think that's what that means. I think what you mean is, is, um, is that the attention and the focus that your partner is giving you, or your wife is giving you is, doesn't seem like it's separate from the attention that she gives your daughter, right? And because of that, there's, you know, blurred lines where you really don't know, not necessarily where you stand within the relationship, but where you stand within the home. Like, okay, this is who I am. This is what I've done up until this point. I mean, I've mentally gotten to a point where I'm calling her our daughter, not my my stepdaughter or her daughter. Um, And again, huge, huge thing for you. Congratulations for just being able to mentally get to that, you know, to that point in your relationship. But what you're not getting is you are not getting the proper, the proper uh, attention and communication with your spouse. And because of that, um, you feel like she is somehow treating you and your, your daughter on the, on the same plane when that's not how it is at all. And I think you need to get out of your head a little bit about that because she doesn't, she's not treating you like you're the same, right? She loves you probably both the most, you know, but loves you equally. She's so grateful that you've stepped up and she's, she's grateful that, you know, you're, you're in a point of your life where you can say our daughter comfortably and it doesn't come comfortable to everybody, stepdads. So, you know, but what you need is you need to actually sit your wife down, brother, and you need to, uh, you need to communicate how you feel about that. And when I say communicate, I don't mean attack or blame or try to like trick her or, you know, try to make her feel somehow inferior or dumb. And the reason I I say all those things to you, because, um, when you feel like you're not valued enough, you can tend to get upset or angry or resentful. And those emotions will bring on a way of handling your situation that could go horribly wrong for you. So it's real simple, man. Like I said, you're already to a point where you're saying our daughter, right? You're a point, you're to the point you're saying our daughter in a conversation to a bunch of strangers. That tells me mentally you're ready. Just stop focusing so much on what you're not getting and start focusing more on what you are getting. And then actually take the time and spend a day with your wife and be like, listen, this is how I feel. And I would like to, you know, to separate the lines a little bit. So I kind of know where I stand and where she stands and where we stand. 
And I think that if you approach it in a way that shows that you're wanting to talk, shows that you're being emotion, emotional about it, which is a key thing, and that you're not upset or angry, you're just not confused, you're just, you just want some sort of like a stamp on what your value is in the home. I can already tell you, man, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure your value is strong and I think you're thinking too much into this. So there's an easy fix for you. Like I said, mentally, you're kind of there already. You just need to sit her down and be honest and don't come at her from a level, a way of aggression. Again, that's how I would handle the situation if I felt that my wife was putting any of my five kids above me in any way because I don't feel like I should be above them in any way. But I do feel like there's a way to handle me and then there's a way to handle them and then there's a way to handle us. And your problem is the fact that it all kind of seems the same. So just figure out the separation. Talk to her about it. I'm sure she'll be totally fine. Especially if you come up with a plan of action and then remember that it's not going to just happen overnight. This is probably something that she's been doing for a long time. And it's such a habit to her now that she needs time to break it. Give her some time. Be patient with it. All right, next question. Okay. How do you guys deal with, your, with the bio dad who's always blaming your wife for everything? When my wife uh, offers him information that he's asking for, he says he doesn't understand why she doesn't communicate it with him about the communicate with him about these things earlier. And when they say when they try to communicate with him, he shuts down and acts like she is micromanaging um, because it's his time with the kids. Okay, so stepdad, you cannot control the way the bio dad treats your wife. I know you want to be protective, but you're not going to, you will not be able to control what he does on his end because everything that he has done on his end is the reason why he's gone and you're in. Okay. So a lot of stepdads fall into this trap of feeling like they need to protect their wife and their stepkids from the bio dad and so they tend to like jump in and try to fix things and try to offer the advice, all this stuff that they, that they, you know, that stepdads try to do when in reality, you have to kind of make your peace with it and be like, yo, I can't change this guy at all. This guy feels like I'm micromanaging him, smile and, and, and be done with it. Look, all you can handle is the things that are within your home. How are you handling the delivery of information? If this guy thinks that he, you, you know, that, that, you guys are not sharing the proper information when it comes to school or any other things that have to do with the kids. If he feels like you're not sharing the information in a timely manner, start keeping track of it. Get a log, send an email, get a tracking system, do anything that you can in order to bring yourself peace within your heart to understand that you can't change this idiot. And don't get me wrong. Not all bio dads are idiots. Some bio dads are amazing. They just didn't work out and they went their way and she went her way and, and he's being supportive. Like those men exist and I applaud those men. But in this specific situation, this guy's an idiot because he feels like the mom is micromanaging and she blames him for everything. And he, he's probably been doing that to her way longer than you ever could imagine before you were even in the picture, right? So stop trying to figure out what he's doing or how he's doing it or even, even better, why he's doing it. 
you cannot change why he's doing it. It's not going to happen. You cannot control that. So you got to kind of make your peace with it. Okay. So because of that, you need to remember that if this is the kind of guy that feels like information needs to be passed on in a more timely and efficient manner, then you need to start taking the information and organizing it in that timely manner. So when and if he does this again, which I'm assuming he will, when and if he does this again, you can deliver him the facts. That's the cool thing about facts. Results are results. Facts speak words. But here's the, here's the crazy thing, stepdad. Uh, let's say over the next month, you keep track of everything. And then let's say next, at the end of the month or the beginning of the next month, he comes back at you with this same shit. And you deliver the information to him. I'm willing to bet he's going to find something else to complain about. Again, you can't change him. Stop trying. You know, how do you deal with a bio dad who blames his wife for everything? You, you don't. You don't deal with him. You deal with your wife. Okay, she's, she's taking the brute of, you know, the, the, the force. She's taking all that in. She's probably been taking it from that guy for years. So your job is to listen and to communicate properly with her. And more important is this. Don't try to solve her problem, brother. Don't. Don't try to solve it. It's a stupid idea. I did it for like four or five years within my relationship. I thought I had the answer to everything. I could solve the problem. Try this. Just do that. It doesn't work. What your wife needs is for you to just listen, to empathize with her, to get her back. And then when she asks you for suggestions, give it to her in small doses. Small doses that are like, like small daily action steps. Things that she can do to kind of help her get away from that negative energy coming from the bio dad. Because I guarantee you, if you guys can get on the same page when it comes to how to deal with the bio dad in a way to where the bully in the yard is trying to pick on the small, you know, trying to pick on the weaker one. The moment you stop paying attention to the bully, they go do something, they'll go somewhere else. Okay, so for this bio dad who just constantly is blaming the mother for everything, don't worry about him. Don't worry about what goes on outside the four walls of your house when it comes to how the bio dad is treating his ex-wife. You cannot change him. You will not change him. No matter what you do, even if you give him everything he asked for, he will come up with a different reason to complain. That's what he does. And that's why he's gone. And that's why you're in. So just remember that. Small doses. Tiny goals for you and your wife. Tiny goals for you and your wife. So that when this does happen, then you can handle it properly. But more importantly, together. Make, her, make sure she knows that you're on her team and that you're not like the special forces that gets called in every time, you know, a, a tragedy happens. That's not who you should be, man. Just be on her team. Okay. All right. Last question is this. This was a big one. I wanted to save this. So this guy says, um, he has a seven-year-old stepson. He doesn't know what to do. Um, it's already hard because he looks like his dad more than others. Some facial expressions, some attitude. What's worse is that he also took on his dad's mental issues, ADHD, behavioral issues. I don't know what to do as I try to be a good parent, but he is tearing my wife and I apart. He screams from his room at night because he wants someone to come find a toy for him. What should I do? All right. So first, look, man, you have to stop finding the faults in your seven-year-old stepson's DNA. Just knock it off, man. Like you are holding, for some reason you are blaming him for looking like the bio dad. 
you have some pent up resentment and issues with the bio dad, or you have a problem with the things that he's done. And because of that, and because your stepson looks like him, you are finding reasons to like believe that he's going to somehow turn out like him. ADHD and behavioral problems are just not, they're, they're not even cries for help. ADHD just means that you, you have not done your due diligence to find what your stepson is most interested in. My daughter, she's 12. She's had ADHD since she was nine. And we tried everything. We tried everything to lock her in, to make her focus, to, you know, to try to keep her, you know, on one thing. She struggles in school, all that stuff. But then what we did was, is we just started to, she loves dance more than anything more than anything. So we started to tie in her schoolwork and her nightly activities and her daily activities into her dance schedule. So they all kind of combined it into one. And she then gave new value to the things that she knew she had to do in order to do the things she wanted to do. ADHD just means that, that they're not interested in what you're interested in or what you think they should be interested in or what other people are interested in. ADHD kids can and will focus on the things that they love. Your job, man, is to find out what your seven-year-old loves. At this age, it's gonna change, right? But find out what he's most interested in. And if you don't know that, it's because you haven't properly taken the time to ask. You haven't sat down and figured out his love language and then figured out how to communicate with him so then he doesn't scream in the middle of the night, just period. He doesn't feel like he's being heard, man. That's why he's yelling. And stop blaming him for the faults of his dad because of the way that he looks. That is retarded, man. Stop. Oh, sorry. My, my middle daughter, my 14-year-old daughter works with special needs kids, and I'm not allowed to say that word retarded. Clara, I'm sorry. Stop doing it, man. That's dumb. It's stupid. It's not his fault. Stop holding him to those standards. Let go of your own self, uh, you know, interest within like why you don't you don't like the way he looks or you don't like the way he you know you cannot help the fact that he's going to look like his dad my son is 10 i came into his life and he was five months every single day he looks more and more and more and more like his bio dad every single day his dad was was a schizophrenic his dad was crazy his dad had a lot of great values but his dad had a lot of bad things in his life and a, and, and a lot of bad habits. So because my son's looking like him, should I blame my son for what his dad did? No. Yes, there are inherited traits that you can get from the bio dad. Absolutely. But if you catch him at a young, at a young age and you start implementing new standards within the home and new values within the home and a new routine that is centered around your ADHD child's interests and loves, you will win but it will take time. So stop trying to, stop trying to find faults, man. Search for something wrong can always be found. It can always be found 100% of the time. Your job, stepdads, you've already done the hardest job that there is. You said, you, you, you raised your right hand and you, you, were, you, you entered into this relationship, like, you know, kind of almost like when you get into the army, um, you've already stepped up. You've already like, you've already taken the challenge. Stop trying to find extra challenges within your challenge, man. You've all, it's already too hard. It can, it, if you, if you don't do the necessary things when it comes to understanding who you are, understanding who your partner is collectively coming together as a, as a strong, positive team, and then focusing on the, 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 
the traits and the values of the children and what they like and don't like and how to properly communicate with them and what works and what doesn't work. Like all this stuff and all the work, if you haven't done that yet, you are going to face such an uphill battle in a, in a, in a, in a, in a war that's already straight uphill, right? Stop putting more obstacles in face. Stop looking for faults. It's not this kid's fault that he looks like his dad. It's not his fault that he has the same traits as his dad. It is your fault for not only looking for it and finding it, but then pointing it out and then complaining about it. Because let me tell you something, man. If you've complained online, you've complained to your spouse and you've complained to your dad or your mom or your uncle, or your aunts or your neighbors, or your brothers, or your coworkers, I guarantee it, dude, knock it off. It's already too hard. Step up to the plate. Understand that this is going to be a test for you. Okay, this is a test for you. Wouldn't you like to be able five years from now when somebody has this exact same situation going on, wouldn't you like to be able to look at them in the eye and say, hey man, let me tell you how I handle this. And then give them some proper advice in order for them to move forward with their situation because everybody's situation is different. Wouldn't that feel good? Because if, if you agree with me, then you understand that who cares if he looks like his bio dad? It's gonna happen. What matters is, is what kind of traits Values, habits, routines. What are you instilling in him from your end? How are you handling it? So as he begins to grow, that he takes on those traits of you, those positive traits, because guess what? Right now, if he did take on the trait of you, he'd be somebody that constantly seeks for the things that are wrong. You don't, that don't be like that. Okay, guys, this is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, episode 12. Wednesday Q&A. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope um, I've been helpful, insightful. If anything, I love you just voicing my opinion on this because guess what, gentlemen? I've been doing this for over 10 years as a stepdad. This is this advice and this information comes from years and years and years of failing my butt off in order for me to find little wins within the bigger game. And that's what I'm trying to deliver to you, the little wins within the bigger game because this game is never over. Thank you guys very much for joining me and I will see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Stay Focus Productions. Stay focused productions.